0: Hello and welcome to the Mahita Mother podcast. This is Kaz Makepeace and this is episode 12 of the Mahita Mother podcast. Today is 7th of December 2011, getting so much closer to Christmas now and I hope that you have got all your Christmas shopping done and you're not stressed out. I have not got my Christmas shopping done. I have not started but that is kind of tradition for me and Craig. We're not great lovers of Christmas. I can't stand the whole rush, panic stressed out mode so I just go easy with it and uh, eventually the shopping gets done when it gets done but I hope uh, you're going to have some great plans for Christmas and just kick back and relax and celebrate the great year that you've had and get ready for an even better new year so some wonderful things happening for us we have been super busy traveling to New Zealand I went down to Melbourne for a blogger's brunch been hanging out in Sydney a bit Going to some events there. I'll be going next week to the Gold Coast for three days with Craig and the girls. And then I'm off to Kuala Lumpur for three days. Why Travel Blog was nominated or selected as a finalist for the best travel blog category in the Nuffinang Asia Pacific Blog Awards. So I get to, I'm flown over for that and get to wear a gland up dress. I'm actually wearing the bridesmaid dress that I wore to my sister-in-law's wedding the other week. Walk down the red carpet and and uh, have a lovely dinner and a few drinks and a great night and get to see a little bit of Kuala Lumpur. So I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be great to win, but. We don't win and it's just a privilege to be selected and to go there and have it, have a great time. Um, so we're really busy with those sorts of things so no wonder Christmas hasn't really been at the forefront of our mind at the moment. What else is happening? A little Savannah is doing so well. I just cannot believe what a difference it makes your life when you have a baby who sleeps well. Um, we went through a few weeks uh, stage there with her where I was thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to have another cholera Kalyra uh, was not good at getting herself to sleep. She's still not that good. She just can't shut that mind of hers off. She didn't sleep through the night until she was two years old and it was always difficult to get her down. But Savannah has just worked it out herself. Uh, I just put her in the cot, walk out and she puts herself to sleep. She actually loves sleeping. She likes to be down to sleep by uh, no later than 7.30 of the night time. She doesn't cry much and she's just very content and happy. I actually had to stop breastfeeding, which was more traumatic for me than Savannah. She didn't care at all. And she has been that much happier and more content since she's gone to the bottle. I could not manage to express any milk. And she was fussing all the time. And I had to go to Melbourne for the day. So she was on the bottle for the whole day It came home and, and that was it. She just wanted to have some of that filling formula and so she wouldn't return to the breath. But um, I felt guilty, obviously. I think that's something that mothers tend to feel quite a lot. But now that I see how happy and content she is, I'm not bothered about it at all. And, and that's the most important thing. And I do get every now and then she sleeps through the night. Um, but mostly she'll just wake up once, so she's doing very well. And yeah, she's just a wonderful, adorable little girl, very happy, very cheerful, and um, brings us much joy. So today's topic I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, last week in my, I guess my business life, we had a little bit of a setback. Um, no, no, no major dramas. I mean we're doing so well with our business and things are really going along really great. But we just had kind of a setback and it was news that we didn't really want to happen. We obviously didn't go our way. And that's life, that's business, that's that's how these things go. You just gotta pick yourself up and move move forward. But I actually put a status update on my fan page, how do you handle bad news? And I wrote, Do you cry, scream, feel sorry for yourself? look for the positives or understand that it's all meant to be. And it was only when a friend jumped on and said, I do all of those things and in that order that it actually connected with me. And I realized that I kind of had listed unintentionally there a process that we do go through in when we handle bad news or when when pain enters in our life and and we're upset about things. Um, So I thought I was just going to touch on that today and I thought it was interesting how that just naturally came out in that order and I actually did go through each of those processes. So the first thing was cry and you know we're often taught that you shouldn't be crying, that it's a sign of weakness and I found this amazing quote. Um, It was on a post and it just kind of landed in front of me and I think it was perfect timing because I was spending quite a bit of time crying and I'm not sure who wrote it but it says crying doesn't indicate that you're weak since birth it has always been a sign that you're alive and full of potential. I just thought that was really an amazing quote and really brought home the fact that crying is a part of our life and we've used it ever since we were born as a way to get a message across into a way, a way of getting things out of that, our system. And we don't look at babies who cry and we don't see them as being weak or less than. We see them as just communicating a need. So crying is just part of a process we go through, part of a healing process. So there's nothing wrong with it. Better out than in, as I always say. So cry and get it out. And then once you've done that, you're probably ready to move to the next stage, which for me um, becomes anger. It's always a part of grief and, and, and so with that anger, of, you know, words were spoken, it's, uh, you don't mean any of it, it's just a way of getting getting things out of your system and you're not really angry at anyone or anything, you're just angry that things didn't go your own way and we see that with children when they don't get, get their own way, they get on the floor and they stomp and they roll around and scream and they get angry. And so I don't think that as we progress in adult, adulthood, we, we really get rid of this tantrums. Usually our tantrums become inner tantrums and a lot quieter, silent sort of tantrums, but the anger is still there. And look, it's okay. And just know, well, it's just part of it. I'm just having a hissy fit and I'm just angry that things didn't go my own way. And that's fine. Feel the anger. And then move on to the next stage, which often is feeling sorry for yourself. This comes hand in hand a lot with the anger and you feel sorry for yourself that things never go your own way and and the violins come out and you play the old poor me story. And sometimes it can go on and on and on, and and that's when you start saying, that's it, I quit, nothing ever goes my way, what am I doing this for? And, And on and on and on it goes. You know, this stage with the anger could last a long time, or it can be very quick. And I think the only way to get yourself out of that rut of feeling sorry for yourself is to somehow find a way to change your state. Feeling sorry for yourself can lead to really depressing feelings, which can be very difficult to get out of. Um, And You can get trapped in that vicious cycle of anger and and self-pity and you don't want to be in that place because it's not going to move you forward. It's only going to bring you more things to feel angry and sorry about. So whatever it is that you need to do in your life to make you feel happy again maybe it's music dancing around singing at the top of your lungs maybe it's catching up with some friends and going out and having a good time maybe it's chatting with a family member and expressing how you feel for some people they use their blog as an outlet for letting that out which really does help them we had amongst the bad news we had some really good things happen as well we, we met Jerry Stoppelman, who's the founder of Yelp which has just launched in Australia a massive company in the US and he is in the top 50 most influential business people in America, so that was quite uh, quite an honour to have breakfast with him and hear about launch. So that kind of got me excited. And then we also had a Great Crusade reunion, so we actually went out in the city to a really great hotel there, the Beresford Hotel, never been to before in Surrey Hills, and it, gosh, it was the first time that we've been out together just with friends in the city for a long time without the children, so that, that was a nice release for us. We danced and we had a great time and and I was able to just get rid of that feeling sorry for myself and, and to understand, you know, it's just a blip, it's no major drama what went wrong, it's just something that happened and we're doing awesome. And it's just all part of what we're doing. Meditation, I find, it's really helpful as well. I did spend some time meditating and, and just asked the right questions and said the right things and put it out there that I didn't want to feel sorry for myself, that I didn't want to feel angry. I wanted that to pass so that I can move forward. And I wanted to start to feel gratitude again and to find the positives. And that's the next stage. You really have to consciously look for the positives. And they are there. They're always there. Yes, with the negatives on the opposite spectrums, positives, are always going to be around. It just depends on what you choose to focus on. Are you going to focus on the negatives and stay stuck in that feeling sorry for yourself stage or are you going to look for the rainbow? And the rainbow's there and so, you know, I took some time to, to reevaluate and to focus on that. Part of focusing on the positives is looking for the lessons because everything happens for a reason and to teach you something. So Craig and I we sat down and, and we said, well, you know, what can we learn from this? How can we improve? What do we need to do now? So we took some time. We shut off the internet, shut down the computer, and just sat and and reassessed, reevaluated where we were, got our focus back and came up with a plan for what we needed to do, which was a very, very empowering and very important thing that we needed to do. There were some things that we were holding off on, probably because we didn't feel confident in doing it. and probably didn't know how to do it, so we've come up with a different plan of things that we need to do ourselves now and a new direction that we need to take our blogging in. The last stage, of course, is to understand that everything happens perfectly and even though it's not the way we want it to be it's the way it should be and that's a very hard realisation to come to because we go through our life and we want to say how our life will be we want to create it and yes we can create our life we are a very important part and a very big part of creating our life but in in creating our life and going for those dreams we also give up a little bit of that to what I call the mojo or the magic because the mojo or the magic and I've spoken about it before they it knows how to bring what we want into our life and it knows what is the best thing for us we think we might know it but we don't always and so what looks to you to be a setback actually is part of a greater plan And you don't know what that is. You won't know what it is until that plan comes into fruition, which could take days or weeks or months or years. And so there's a part where you just have to let it go and you just have to accept that this has happened for a reason. I don't understand the reason yet, but I will soon. All I need to do now is to focus on the positive, take the lessons and use that to improve and just to trust that the right thing will come at the right time, in the right place. And if you have an issue with that, like I do, then you know there's an element of you not being able to trust. I know that I feel sometimes things won't come to me unless I have control of it. Um, And that's very, very difficult to let go of. And I know that's something that I need to work on. And that's something I work on every day, is just trusting that everything's happening for a reason and what I want will eventually come to me, but it just might come in a way that I haven't pre-designed. That's all I have for you today, some very simple processes that we go through when things don't go our way. It is so important to understand what the processes are so that we can move through them and we don't get stuck in one of them you eventually want to get to that final place where you have that letting go and that peace to know that it's all happening for a reason and you can take the lessons and move forward so I hope that you can use these as a tool for you that when you're going through a struggle or a challenge or a setback you can now understand the process that you're going to go through accept it and just allow yourself to move through it I hope you're going to have a wonderful week and I hope wherever you are that the weather is a lot better here in Sydney I can't believe that last night I was in my winter pyjamas I had a doona over me and then I had to get up and go and get a woolen blanket out of the cupboard because it was freezing and it's December so it's hideous I actually can't wait to get to Malaysia to feel that hot humid sticky heat that's around when you are near the equator because I just feel like I've been cold through here well anyway May the sun shine where you are, and I hopefully will come back to you with a podcast before Christmas. All right, speak to you soon. Bye.